Welcome to the Free Lawyer Podcast. I'm your host, Gary Miles. The Free Lawyer Podcast is designed for the lawyer, entrepreneur, or professional who is in some way unfulfilled, stressed, or stuck, and is looking for something better. We will discuss various blocks that limit us from achieving the personal freedom that we all desire, but have not yet fully experienced. And we will give actionable steps to free yourself from them. Are you looking to achieve a new level of success? If so, this podcast is for you. Good morning and happy Monday, everybody. Hope you're doing well and ready for the start of a good week. Um, Today, we're going to talk about one of those things that affects so many of us, which is limiting beliefs. And I want to begin, this will be a two-part series. Um, Today, we're going to talk about what are limiting beliefs, what kind of limiting beliefs do we have as lawyers, what causes our limiting beliefs, and how do they affect us. And next week, I'm going to fill in the gap and tell you how to overcome those limiting beliefs, what we can do to manage those limiting beliefs so they don't stop us in our tracks. And I love this quote from Ken Poirot, the only thing limiting you is yourself. And that is so true. The only thing limiting you is yourself. Do you ever consider trying something new and tell yourself you're not smart enough or not good enough? Or do you have an opportunity to speak, to present, or try a new opportunity, but you tell yourself you might fail? Do you see a mistake as a catastrophic failure rather than a learning opportunity? Do you hesitate to take a risk because you fear failure? Do you ever tell yourself you should have all the answers as a lawyer, and if not, something's wrong with you? You know, so often, we struggle with limiting beliefs. We tell ourselves a story to make an excuse as to why we should not try something new. We fear failing, so we use our limiting beliefs as protection. The trouble is those limiting beliefs prevent us from accomplishing our goals and our dreams. But more than that, they stop us from being as fulfilled and as happy as we want. We can overcome them. You know, in the fast-paced and demanding and stressful world of law, where the stakes are high for us and our clients and where we face relentless pressure, we often battle external challenges, but also the internal challenges of our limiting beliefs. These self-imposed barriers silently undermine our confidence, they hinder our professional growth, and they diminish our ability to reach our full potential. But recognizing and overcoming these limiting beliefs is not only possible, but it's crucial for us lawyers to thrive in our careers. In this podcast, I'm going to delve into how to conquer these inner obstacles. Well, in part two, but I'm going to give you valuable insights and strategies and inspiration to empower you in your journey. And today we're going to describe what a limiting belief is. I'm going to give you examples of some of the most frequent ones, discuss their causes, and describe how they affect us. And then next week, I'm going to give you tangible tools to overcome your limiting beliefs. So let's begin with the critical question. What are limiting beliefs? Do you ever find yourself saying something like, I'm not very creative, 
and not good at artistic endeavors or I have terrible balance and I can't ski. I know I have. Those are two of my own limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are deeply ingrained thoughts, ideas, or perceptions that hold us back from realizing our full potential or pursuing our goals. These beliefs are usually negative, self-defeating, and they're based on subjective interpretations rather than objective reality. Limiting beliefs act as mental barriers, constraining us from taking action, embracing opportunities, or reaching our desired outcomes. They are stories we tell ourselves that we believe to be true, but limit us somehow. They are false beliefs that prevent us from pursuing our goals and our dreams. They hold us back from being who we want to become. It's a state of mind that we create that restricts us. These are stories we tell ourselves that hinder us through fear. Our inner voice tells us we're not good enough. It questions our abilities, our skills, our talent, and our courage. What are some examples of some common limiting beliefs? I'm too old or I'm too young. I'm not smart enough. I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money. I'm not a leader. That's just not something I'm good at. I'm not good at numbers. I'm not creative. I'm not attractive enough. I'm just not one of these people that's good at meeting people. I can't do that. Have you ever thought or heard yourself say any of those kinds of things? Those are limiting beliefs. And how do they affect us as lawyers? What are some of our most problematic limiting beliefs in our profession? These beliefs deeply rooted in our mindset can hinder our personal and professional growth. And some of the most prevalent limiting beliefs for we lawyers include, I'm not good enough. So many of us struggle with a persistent feeling of inadequacy. We doubt our abilities and, and we fear that we don't meet our clients or our colleagues' expectations. We doubt ourselves. Two, success requires sacrifice. We tell ourselves we have to sacrifice to be successful. And we believe we may have to sacrifice our personal lives, our hobbies, even our well-being to achieve professional success. And of course, that belief leads to burnout and to an imbalance between work and personal life. Three, mistakes are unforgivable. Due to the high stakes nature of our profession, we often fear making mistakes, viewing them as catastrophic failures rather than learning opportunities. And that fear can stifle our own innovation, growth, and creativity. Four, I have to know everything. We feel immense pressure to have all the answers and to be experts in every aspect of the law. But that belief creates anxiety and it prevents us from seeking help or collaborating with others. Four, networking is fake and artificial and insincere. You know, networking is really important, but sometimes we tell ourselves it's superficial and inauthentic. And that causes us not, not to network and not make valuable connections and we miss opportunities for growth. My work defines my worth. We often tie our self-worth solely to our professional achievements, neglecting other aspects of our identity and our well-being. Seven, taking risks is dangerous. Fear of failure 
and the potential consequences can deter us from taking risks in our practice, trying a new opportunity, growing our firm. And those risks are often necessary for professional advancement and innovation. You know, it's really critical that we understand that these limiting beliefs are not based on objective truths. They're not reality, but they're our subjective perceptions and they can be challenged and they can be overcome with self-awareness, with support and with a growth oriented mindset. So let me ask you this, what causes our limiting beliefs? Why do we have them? Now that we know what limiting beliefs are, where do they come from? What causes them? Some of them come from our family upbringing. Growing up, we were instilled with certain beliefs and those beliefs evolve into our limiting thoughts. Some come from our educational backgrounds. Persons and places of authority may have made certain statements to us or planted specific ideas in our minds that we now have about ourselves. Other of these beliefs come from experiences we had growing up. Those beliefs and experiences progressively evolve, shape and change, developing into our limiting beliefs. And, and I know for me, I had experiences growing up that really um, limited and affected me. Um, I, I was picked on and bullied as a kid because I was heavy and not, um, uh, not, a, not a jock, uh, not a popular guy. And that really made me question myself for a long time and made me think that I had to work harder and uh, go the extra mile. And those beliefs have stuck with me for quite a long time. And these limiting beliefs are really self-created. They come from our brain's desire to protect us from suffering, pain, or loss in the future. Whether it's due to fear or imposter syndrome, many of these limiting beliefs come from inside of us. And they're really designed to stop us from feeling we are failures or unsuccessful. Or unsuccessful. They tell us not to try something we could be good at. So if it doesn't work out, we're not seen as a failure. See, these limiting beliefs, we often internally create them because they hold us back from trying something where we may fail because we have such a fear of failure and we don't want to be judged. We don't other people look at us and say, you're not very good at what you do because you made a mistake or you failed. So we retain these limiting beliefs to protect ourselves from struggles and failures. We play it conservative. We play it cautious. We don't take chances. And these limiting beliefs say, oh, that's not something you can do. So we don't try something new, a new hobby, a new business opportunity. But what about for we lawyers? What causes limiting beliefs for us? Understanding these causes can illuminate the origins of our limiting beliefs within our profession. Here are some of the most significant reasons. First, perfectionism and high standards. Pursuing perfection and the high standards in our field pressure us immensely. The fear of making mistakes or falling short of expectations leads to the development of limiting beliefs, such as the belief that anything less than perfection is unacceptable. Two, law school and legal culture. Law school is so challenging, isn't it? We all did great in college. We were near the top of our class and you put us all in law school and then it's graded on a curve and we're all used to getting A's, but 
it became so hard to get an A in law school. Law is a very competitive field, the rigorous nature of our legal education, but more than that, the competitive culture within our profession foster a mindset of self-doubt and a comparison. We compare ourselves to others and we start to think we're not good enough. This emphasis on intellectual prowess and the constant need to prove ourselves contributes to the formation of our limiting beliefs about our abilities and our worthiness. Three, adverse experiences. I don't know about you, I've been practicing 45 years and there are things that have gone wrong. There are cases I've lost, clients that have gone somewhere else, things have happened. You know, we may lose a case, a client may leave us for another firm, the partner may criticize us, an associate may leave our firm. We begin to think we're not good enough. Those negative experiences impact our mindset. Those experiences reinforce our limiting beliefs and it makes them more deeply ingrained and much more difficult to overcome. Four, comparison and imposter syndrome. We often compare ourselves to other attorneys or to high profile individuals in our field. And that constant comparison fuels imposter syndrome. We begin to feel we're not as competent or deserving of our success as others. And that leads to limiting beliefs about our capabilities. Five, lack of mentoring and support system. Mentoring is critical to developing our skill set as lawyers. But sadly, so often young lawyers don't receive the coaching and mentoring that they deserve. A lack of visible role models or mentors who successfully overcome similar challenges contributes to the development of limiting beliefs. Young lawyers need guidance or support systems to challenge their assumptions and find alternate perspectives. You know, I've worked with a lot of younger lawyers and often there's a lack of confidence and, and insecurity. And, and when they have an opportunity to chat with a wise, experienced attorney who supports them, they see that that's not reality. So mentoring can be a real asset with limiting beliefs. Six, negative self-talk. We so often engage in negative self-talk, constantly criticizing ourselves or discounting our accomplishments. That negative internal dialogue reinforces those limiting beliefs and undermines our self-confidence. Seven, fear of taking risks. What if we take that chance and fail? Our profession is often risk averse due to the potential consequences of errors. This emphasis on risk mitigation leads us to develop limiting beliefs about taking risks and pursuing new opportunities. Workload and stress. So many lawyers are overwhelmed by their daunting workload. The demanding nature of legal work, long hours, high stakes cases can contribute to stress and burnout. The resulting mental and emotional exhaustion can make lawyers more susceptible to adopting limiting beliefs. Our experiences are unique. So this is really only a partial list, but these are all things that we've encountered, perfectionism, challenging law school and, and profession with so much competition, negative experiences or outcomes at some point in our career, comparing ourselves to others and self-doubt or imposter syndrome. 
a lack of effective mentoring, negative self-talk to ourselves, a fear of taking risks, and overwhelming workload and stress. Haven't you experienced some of them? By identifying the causes and understanding their influence, we can begin to challenge and even overcome our limiting beliefs. And we can foster a more empowering and fulfilling professional journey. This is the good news. Limiting beliefs come from within us. They come from our own experiences and our own history. And truly, they are self-created. They aren't reality. They aren't truth. They aren't fact. They are belief that we have created in our mind. And as a result, we can manage and control them. So how do our limiting beliefs affect us? What is the effect of these limiting beliefs? Well, they harm our development, our growth, and our success. We fail to achieve our dreams. We're unhappy and unfulfilled. Who wants that? These are some of the specific ways they affect us. First, self-doubt. Am I capable? Can I do this? Limiting beliefs erode our self-confidence. It leads to self-doubt and a diminished belief in our abilities. They hinder our performance. Two, impaired decision-making. We begin to question ourselves. Are we right? What should we do next? We question ourselves. We hesitate to make decisions. Lawyers with limiting beliefs may second-guess themselves excessively, leading to analysis paralysis and difficulty making confident decisions. This can slow progress, impact the outcomes of our cases, and limit our ability to provide effective counsel. We're called on every day to make decisions, to come up with strategies, to answer problems. And when we begin to question ourselves, are we right? We don't do that as well. Three, fear of failure. What if it doesn't work out right? Limiting beliefs instill a fear of failure in lawyers. We just don't want to fail, and we're afraid we will. We become risk averse, we avoid opportunities, and that fear can prevent us from taking on challenging cases or even pursuing career advancements. Four, another way our limiting beliefs affect us is professional stagnation. When we hold on to those limiting beliefs, we resist stepping outside our comfort zone. We don't embrace new opportunities for growth and advancement. And that can result in a lack of professional development, hinder our ability to reach our full potential, and stop us from maybe taking that next step in our career that we all want to take. Five, burnout and work-life imbalance. Lawyers who believe that success requires sacrificing their personal lives experience burnout and we struggle to maintain a healthy work-life balance. You know, when we go through life thinking we're not good enough, or we're afraid of failing, we just suffer more stress. We hurt our own well-being, our relationships aren't as good, we get burned out. Six, limited networking. When we question our confidence to meet other people or, or whether we're good at networking with others, if we're afraid to meet people or, or not be able to connect, that limits our access to networking, to potential clients, to other lawyers who may collaborate with us. It inhibits our professional growth and our opportunities for collaboration. Seven, reduce creativity. 
When we have limiting beliefs, we might be afraid to try new approaches or challenge the status quo. That stifles our innovation, creativity, and our ability to find solutions for our clients. Addressing and overcoming these limiting beliefs is crucial for us to thrive in our careers, to enhance our well-being and maximize our impact in the legal profession. And I don't know, have you ever suffered any of these things? Have you ever had self-doubt or hesitate to make a decision you need to make in your profession? Do you ever get afraid of failure? What if that case doesn't work out right? What if this matter blows up? Do you ever feel stuck or stagnant in your career or burned out? See, those are all potential consequences of our limiting beliefs. And if we challenge these beliefs and cultivate a growth mindset, we can unlock our full potential. And really we can overcome the challenges of these beliefs because we've created them. So we have it within our power to overcome them. I like to keep my Monday podcast relatively short and this has been fairly long so far. Um, you know, Today we talked about what is a limiting belief, how do they come up in our profession, what causes them, how they affect us. And next week, I'm going to give you the tools to overcome them. So please come back next week. We'll show you how to manage these limiting beliefs so you don't suffer the self-doubt and fear of failure and burnout and stagnation that the limiting beliefs can create. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I look forward to talking with you next Monday when we wrap up the series on limiting beliefs. As always, please be well, be safe, and be free. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Free Lawyer Podcast. Wherever you are listening, if you enjoyed what I shared, please leave me a rating and review. I would appreciate hearing more about what you like best, and what topics you might like me to cover in future episodes. If you are interested in experiencing a more fulfilling and a more successful life, please contact me at www.garymiles.net where you can schedule a free discovery call with me so I can learn more about you, your challenges, and your dreams. I appreciate each and every one of you and have a great rest of your day. Thanks to all of you for your support.